Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot where the conversations are pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Did you bring your thinking caps? Because it's time to put them on. Because the conversation starts now. I'm going to uh, introduce you as Elizabeth Biffy Ipple, and then you go good. by Biffy. I like that. That's cute. Where'd you get that nickname from? Uh, so it was from my brother. He called me Elizabeth, and then uh, you know what happens when I was in high school. My friends asked me, uh, what do people call you? And I said, well, most people call me Liz. But uh, my family calls me Biffy and they they just went crazy and they said, we're going to tell everybody. And that's pretty much what happens. So that that's the power of uh, connecting with people or knowing who knows who. It just spreads, you know, like uh, wildfire. It does. But that's a cute nickname. I met a girl the other day. Her name is Inns. Oh, I like that. I kind of liked it too. I said, oh, I said, that's sexy. My husband goes, I don't know how sexy that is. I thought, well, yeah, hey, my name is Enns. <laughs> I like that. I, I like it. I, I think it's pretty sexy too. All right. Well, good. We're on the same page. <laughs> on the edge with April Mahoney brains. This is the spot, the location, the place where the conversation is pointed. The guests are sharp and the responses are never dull. And today we have Elizabeth Ipple also known as Biffy. We got uh, a clarification on where that beautiful nickname came from. I love her. You know, I got to talking to her. I met her on social media. She lives in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I want to see if she's seen any aliens. <laughs> I love to ask people from New Mexico that. You know, but have. you have? Oh, we yes. don't talk about that. We don't <laughs> talk about that. Uh, you know, she's a parent. She's a coach. She believes in entrepreneurship. But with that, I tell you all the time, Brains, you have to have multiple revenue streams. You can't just milk one udder, okay? <laughs> you got to milk all six to get a full gallon of milk. Wouldn't you agree? Oh. It's, it's also about your mindset and you know personal development. We're a work in progress. Every single day, we have an opportunity to make a new, to right a wrong, to learn, to pour into someone else. So we're going to talk to Biffy about all that and then some. Welcome her to the show. How are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing today, April? I can't complain about anything. It's been raining so bad here in San Diego. We don't get this kind of rain and we're getting spillover in the sewage water and it's just a mess. But other than that, life is wonderful. Good, good. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, but it takes work. You know, you don't just wake up, just like you can wake up in a bad mood, you can wake up in a good mood. It's about that mindset and that neuro-linguistic programming, the conversation that you have inside your own head. Biffy, what are you talking to yourself about these days? Oh, I love that you talked about that or asked that. It's really important, as you said, to have that mindset. It's really important to set it up right away. It's as you said, you can have the choice in the day when you wake up to say, I'm going to have a bad day, I'm going to have a good day. And what I do is, uh, at least in the mornings, I, I turn on an audio right away, something of personal growth. Uh, right now, it's been Law of Sense of Urgency by Bob Proctor. That's my okay. main go-to. 
Uh, but anything I can get my hands on, if for some reason that audio, you know, is not available because my phone is dead or something like that. Mine is thinking grow rich. Oh, wonderful. I've listened to I've listened to it like four times. There's a nugget every time, right where I need yeah. to be. I mean, it's like he was a spiritual guru. He was more than a, a motivational speaker. He had something because I created an audience for him one time when he came to San Diego. And let me tell you, people were like in a trance-like state. They hung on to every word. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think that is? What do you think that magnetism is when you work with people to be almost like a Pied Piper? You can, I, I love that. I like how people can, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. I like how they draw people to you and fascinated by the words that you speak because you build teams. Tell me, how do people do that? Well, April, I am in agreement with you that people can get into a trans state with certain people and really uh, you know, I've come to see law of attraction, live law of vibration. I've come to see a lot of those concepts, whatever someone wants to call it, come to see it to be very true. And the thing is, I tell people, if you want to attract whatever you want, you have to be attractive. Exactly. Not just talking about physically. I'm uh, talking about what you- Oh, yes, you do, girl. You got to be physically attractive <laughs> too now. <laughs> That's true. Now that helps. That helps. Um but, uh, you know, you um, basically what you would break that down to is if you want the certain kind of change in your life, you have to change yourself. Right. So where did your change begin? Tell us a little bit about your story and how you arrived at this point. Yeah. So my change happened, of course, in 2020. But prior to that, I call 2018 and 2019 my pandemic years. Mm. Reason being is I was very lost, very depressed, very down. There was a lot of changes going on in life that really hit who I thought I was. And now I had been hit with, I don't even know who I am. So it just brought a lot of depression. I was out drinking a lot, going out and partying to just really, really clear away the depression that I had from it. And, you know, of course, 2020 came around now. New Mexico was very, very strict. Everything completely shut down. And so I had nowhere to go. And by the time it was, because everything shut down in March. So by the time it was May, I said, I can't, I can't keep chasing my tail. That's mm -hmm. what I'm doing. So I got onto um, meditation and a fasting just to see what kind of answers, what kind of clarity I could get. And one night I stumbled upon one by Bob Proctor, of course, called Abundance and I, I don't know what it was, April. You know, we talked about that trance state, but for some reason I needed to hear his voice for 20 minutes. And I got out from that, that I was number one, God's highest form of creation. And wow. number two, I wasn't living my full potential. Wow. And it, it really was a night and day switch. I, I got up from my mat and I, I just started moving. I, I didn't know what I was doing, but I said, just huh. do something. Yeah. He had that, he had that, uh, who was the other Wayne Dyer. Girl, Wayne Dyer, uh, he's here also, and I worked on building an audience for him. And uh, it seemed like you just floated across the room. Mm. You know, everybody wanted to take their socks and shoes off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sacred ground, everything. Yeah. Sacred ground, you want to draw it all in. So now you find yourself in this space of transformation, awareness. You put down the, you know, self-medication, getting in the family, getting in the spirit, getting into yourself. And now you say, you know what? I've got enough. 
but not just enough. I've got an overflow that I can pour into others. Tell me about your coaching. Yeah, where I started when I got up from that mat is I realized at that point the reason why I was born. And it's really to change each generation, make them more and more aware because um, I've got two beautiful kids. I got a five-year-old. My daughter just turned two two days ago. Mm -hmm. And um, prior to being a parent, I didn't want to be one because I had been seeing programming and parenting, people saying you should do this, you should do that. It just, it seemed to me like a cycle. And it seemed to me like no one really knew what they were doing or no one was really being mindful they were just doing what someone told them and they were saying well you follow this formula you meet someone nice you get married and you have kids and you raise them but I wasn't seeing people be mindful so I didn't want to be a parent so um you know here I am in 2020 my son is almost three at this point and I I have this awakening that this is what I'm supposed to do and I said well what's the first what's the first start to that and it was of course learn how to become a parent coach. And so I, I uh, went for a program. I went to go apply for it and I wasn't qualified for it, April. I said, I don't know if I'm going to get in. They had an interview process. So I said, that's my best chance is they fall in love with me at the interview, hopefully. And that's what ended up happening. I, I don't know what they saw, you know, but thank God they saw something. And that's what ended up getting me outside of the lack of the qualifications. Well, they saw magic. You know, and magic is translucent. We don't yeah. see it in ourselves. And, you know, what do you say to that person that's in that space that you were that don't necessarily see the magic in themselves? How would you encourage them? You know, I love that you just asked that. So I've actually been working really close with somebody who's very, very successful person. And, you know, I'm not going to share what his earning amount, anything like that. Oh, no, we don't get the exclusive. I'm kidding. (laughs) But, um, you know, here we are, him and I are having calls together. We're working very closely. And April, I thought, you know, surely working with him, and this is, I'm not saying this out of disrespect because I'm learning so much from him, but I thought surely I'm like, I'm going to get something very, very different, something very magical. And the thing I learned and have been learning is anybody can do this. And it's like, he's just doing it in the approach of what, what he does, who he is. Right. And that it was just the big encourager to say, go out there. You're doing the exact same thing. And now you just go and be yourself. And that's been the most empowering thing working with him is just seeing that he, like you said, the magic, he's just, he knows what his own magic is. And that's what he's embraced and what he's living. And I am so into that right now because I know I have some pixie dust. I sure do. Yeah. <laughs> I love to sprinkle it upon people. I love to be a blessing. I love to be a gift. What is the biggest gift and the greatest gift that you've given anyone, be it humanity, your children? What is the best gift that you've ever given? You know, I think the best gift, and it's it's a journey that's just unfolding day by day still because uh you know, I heard the quote that spirits for expansion and fuller expression. I think, I think Thomas Trowert said that, which I really love where even when you find your calling, it's something that continues to grow exactly. any day and every day. But I would say the biggest thing I've given is there's always been some sort of tenacity in my life. And it's always sort of been 
a underdog or Cinderella story in so many different ways. And there's always something where I go, don't give up. In fact, I don't think give up is even a, an option mm. when something happens. I don't even think sometimes that's in my mindset. I just go, well, that didn't work. That failed. What do I need to do here? And I've seen and, that. And reiterate and, and rephrase the question to your subconscious mind. How can it get any better than this? How can I do better? Where are the right people? Head me in the right direction. Yes. Give me the power. Yes. Give me the strength. You know, and then follow that up with the I am. I am powerful. I am strong. I am, you know, equipped. I am able. I am enough. When you put those two forces together, you're unstoppable. Very much so. And I hear people a lot say that. They're like, wow, you're a high caliber, you know, and we don't expect that. And right. that's how it kind of is. I, I, I don't know what it is. I just strike people and they don't expect it. So that's, that's but it's a great gift to have. Exactly. You sneak in like a ninja. Huh? Oh yeah, <laughs> very much so. So talking about sneaking in girl, tell me about this uh, extraterrestrial sighting you saw there in New Mexico. I want to hear all about it. Girl, I can't, I can't wait to get there with my binoculars. Oh, April. Well, I, I should clarify, I guess. So technically it was a UFO. So, it, you know, if it was yeah. uh, extraterrestrial, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think it was, but uh, here's the crazy part about the story. So, okay. Me and my, my best friend, we were, um, you know, hanging out at night and uh, she's, she's from Colorado. So she was staying with her parents. We drove back. It was about, you know, three in the morning. She's walking me back to my car. We're saying goodbye to each other. And there's just this, this thing that floats in the sky and it's not an airplane because we would have heard it. That's how close it was. We would have heard the sound. It was just gliding in the air. It, it was something. And um, it, it looks kind of like, I don't know if you've ever seen the original X-Men movies and they have the invisible hidden panel uh, ship. It sort of looked like that, but it was, it was a little bit different shaped, more, more UFO shapes, but it was gliding. And we both were just like, Whoa, did you see that? And here's what's funny about the story. So we tell everyone, we're like, we saw a UFO, all this stuff. Of course, no one believes us. Here's the, the crazy part. Her brother, who he was there that night, but he wasn't out with us when I when my friend was saying goodbye to me. He said, yeah, do you remember when all three of us saw that UFO? He described it exactly how we saw it. Mm. And we said, you weren't there. Wow. And I was like, it was just for an eye. And that's what we say. We're like, you weren't there. But he describes the same thing. So I I have no idea what, how that happened, obviously. I mean, you know, there, there's well, things. You know, and let me put this in direct correlation, Brains. We live by faith and not by sight. Mm -hmm. Just like the magic we talked about, the invisible pixie dust we talked about, the connection, the having the epiphany, the aha moment. You know, come on, energy, there are no coincidences, brains. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear every single time. And so you have to be aware of that and you got to be in tune and ready to receive it. Because sometimes, brains, you'll miss your blessing. And it may not come around a second time. Be a little bit more of a risk taker. Say yes a little bit more than no. Edit and filter. Process things, read good books. You know, Bob Proctor, I'm telling you, is the guru. You know, uh, even from what 1942 was when he wrote Think and Grow Rich. And I'm I've listened to it three times already in the last what 18 months. 
So there are people that are put here with knowledge and wisdom to share with us. But also, um, all of this comes at a cost. You know, you can't do things for shit and giggles. You've got to get paid. And, you know, they look at coaches with a side eye. This is your expertise. You've been through this journey. Pay what it's worth to you if you find the value. Good books. But also, if you are an entrepreneur, learn to have multiple revenue streams because you can be broke as a joke. Sitting there with all this knowledge, you don't know how to market it. You don't know how to uh, publish it. You don't know how to follow up. You don't know how to make the ask. That's a part of doing business keeping your inventory, working with people. And I know that you do that too, Biffy. Tell us a little bit about the work that you do, building teams and really kind of helping people have more than one revenue stream. Absolutely. Well, you know, again, Bob, the the GOAT, that was what was recommended. And I was seeing off the board what you were talking about, coaches and going, how do they get their success? They learned how to build teams. They learned how to become leaders. And I said, I don't know how to do that when I was getting into my parent coaching practice. And, you know, Bob always recommends to people, he says, find a way to build leadership, build teams, and find something that you can create that residual base income. And then from there, it's like, boom, everything else can can come through with that of multiple streams, passive streams, all of that. And, and all of that is so necessary to get into, but you have to find the window that's open for it. And as he said, I saw that he was right, that it starts at a place of residual income and it starts at a place of learning how to develop yourself as a leader and then learning how to continue to replicate that process. You know, the quote about, you know, if you give a man a fish, you feed him for a day, you teach him, you feed him for a lifetime. But really what's huge is when you teach that person how to teach others how to fish. See, and, and that's what it is. Each one must teach one. Well, you have taught us so much, and I thank you so much for being a guest here on The Edge. Uh, powerful information. Tell my brains how to get in contact with you, Biffy. Uh, if they want to work with you, they want to follow you on social media, we're going to play this. We're going to put your information at the back part of this and also in the show notes. Reach out, leave a comment, brains. Well, you don't know what you don't know. And that goes for us too. We don't know everything. Tell us what you need the information so that we can research it uh, with the people that we know and get it back to you so that it creates, you know, a win. Wouldn't you agree, Biffy? I agree. That's how I should always be for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell them how to get down with you, girl. Awesome. Well, if you all have any questions, of course, about some of the things I do as, as April and I are talking about, one of the biggest things is also improving how to change yourself, which means changing your mindset. I do mindset Q&A calls. And if you're wanting to look in some of the business, the platforms I use to help develop and build leaders, what you can do is you can either find me on Instagram. My name is Bodacious Biffy on Instagram. And on Facebook, it's my name Biffy. And then my last name is Ipple, I-P-P-E-L. Those are the two main ones that I'm on. But uh, you can also email me at biffers505 at gmail.com. Biffers505. <laughs> we'll talk in the green room as to what does that really mean? We'll decode that. But thank <laughs> you so much for being here on the edge. Brains, I need you to go and handle that business. Okay. I need you to like, 
love, share, and subscribe. One more time. Like, love, share, and subscribe. Check out Biffy. Check out On the Edge. There's a lot of great information there. Again, if it's not for you, maybe it's somebody that you know. Maybe it's somebody that wants to be a support. Um, and don't be cheap with yourself. Make the investment, okay? Money is energy. It's got to be fluid, all right? Love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.